strength is God putting himself in you to hold up your weak soul and make it strong. Watch. You are not strong in yourself. That's why the command came in the scriptures. Be strong in the Lord. Not in your emotions. Not in your flesh. Not in your pride. In the Lord. What is making you stand up should be God. That's why David said, Lord, you are my glory and the lifter up of my head. That's the realm of the sons of God. So when David heard that God has blessed Obedidim, he said, okay, it don't matter what happens. I'm going to go get that ark. Whatever I felt, this is where my deliverance message, deliverance message begins. No matter what I felt, I'm setting it aside. I may have been displeased, but I'm setting it aside. I may did not understand why God will kill a man that was just trying to help. But I'm going to set it aside. As I'm preaching this morning, do you have some things you need to set aside? So your shout can come back. So your breakthrough will come back. See, you make changes through humility. David went back and saw clearly in the word of God. That the ark is to be borne on the shoulders of the priest. And that those rods on the side that God commanded to be plated with gold should never be removed from the side of the ark. He saw, because sometimes you think you've done all you know to do. And you think you haven't done anything wrong. It's only the word of God that will open your eyes. Otherwise you will be foaming in your pride and you cannot repent. Get ready now. He went into the word of God and got it right. Look at what David did next. This is the humility I've been teaching you all. You must have. I told you that God said, go and ask African Americans, what is all this hot air? Why are we so easily inflamed over a little comment, over any little thing? And it becomes such a huge thing. Remember when I did the message, making mountains out of molehills? And we get so upset over nothing. And we are forfeiting bigger things. God is not going to change for you. You must change for him. Look at this. And you judge. Watch. Verse 13. No. Let me read 12 again. And I was told King David, saying, The Lord had blessed the house of Obedidim and all that pertained unto him because of the ark of God. So David went and brought up the ark of God from the house of Obedidim into the city of David. With? <laughs> Could he do it with gladness if he hadn't set aside his judgment? Do you see? He did it with gladness but he was displeased three months ago. But when I recognize who I'm dealing with, I can't hold this. I may not understand his decision, but I must treat him as God. 
I must worship us, God. I'm showing you how to develop power, how to free yourself from the devil. So he brought the ark into the sea of David with gladness. You can't fake gladness. Gladness is real. He was saying, Lord, I didn't understand what you did, but I still love you. I want you. Even though it might kill me, but if we did, I survived it. I can't let him appraise me. Jesus said, if you tell these children to keep quiet, the rocks will cry out. Hallelujah. Pastor Wayne said years ago, the rocks are already crying out. I asked him, well, how? He said, the tape. It's a ferox oxide. <laughs> he said, I said, I don't think that's what he was talking about. <laughs> but that's what he said. <laughs> see that? Watch, watch. So you see how it was. And it was so that when they that bear the ark of the Lord had gone six paces, he sacrificed oxen. What was he doing? To make assurance doubly sure. He said, watch. One, two, three, four, five, six. Stop! Then he will come and kill an oxen and make a sacrifice and shed blood to make sure that if there was any problem, the blood will stop it. You see, he he wanted to make assurance doubly sure. He was using everything he had learned about God. Because even though this is dangerous, but I want it. (laughs) That's how you serve God. Because God is the ultimate decision maker. There's no higher authority to pray to. He says, six steps, he will offer an offering. Six steps, he will offer an offering. I didn't go to study to see what the distance was. Even if it's just two miles, we know it was much longer. Can you imagine how many sacrifices went on, on that trip? How long it took? But here's even what's better. Watch. Verse 14. Everybody want to go. And David died. Ooh, hallelujah. Now, he went all the way to show you he wasn't playing. He wasn't acting. He wasn't faking. He said he did it with gladness. He filled the place with sacrifice. And he broke out in a dance. Ooh. Come on. Resurrection house. When was the last time Things ever happen, and you may have gotten upset for a minute. Where, how have you changed? How have you let your Mickey Mouse issues go? Eh? Lord, I didn't get it when I thought, but I will praise you. I will dance. I will magnify the Lord my God. I am not a rebel. I want him to know that I'm a child. 
<laughs> Watch. He didn't say he just danced. He said he danced with all his might. That's how you win. And even if, even if there was an issue, God will overlook it. When you show him that there are no issues, you have a right to allow what you chose to allow. You have a right to do as you please. You are God, and I can't put myself in that ring to challenge you. But instead, I'm going to prove to you that I'm your son. I'm going to praise you. I will do it with gladness. And I'm going to dance with all my might. That's why women have outpaced men in America, except in this church. Because women are the ones shouting. Praising God, Amen. giving the offering, and the men are sitting their pride. And then by the time the house is shouted down, maybe he will get up. You don't know that you are giving yourself away. Amen. David danced with all his might. <laughs> when I read such text, I wish I could dance. Maybe I need to come to some of you that were out there so you can teach me some steps. So while I'm preaching, all of a sudden I break out and say, I've seen some of these people that can dance. They can freeze their arm. I say, how do they do that stuff? Look at that. Jessica said, I'm trying to be regular. Please. At least every now and then you let her loose. Huh? I'm about to be gone for three weeks. I want you to remember me. <laughs> I'm just playing. Come on. No, no. He said he danced with all his might. I have to abbreviate this. Watch. He was offering sacrifices. He was dancing. Lord, I may have been displeased, but I don't want any such thing messing with my heart. I want my heart free. I have witnesses in here. They've seen me disappointed, but I refuse to do anything else but this. I will start praising God. I will start declaring that he's faithful to me. He's good to me. He's my God. He's my covenant partner. Hallelujah. He holds up my side even when I can't hold it. Hey, I have a reason to bless the Lord. Beloved, isn't that what David said? He said, I will bless the Lord at all times. At all times. Not sometimes, family. At all times. I know we lost Jeffrey, but we will bless the Lord right now. 
We will bless the Lord. Hey. We will bless the Lord. We will bless the Lord. He must know that he is our God and there is none other. one after another. You see me preaching and crying. I was on my way to teach Bible study when I got a call that my mother had died. I didn't flinch. I came and taught Bible study anyway. And in the middle of the Bible study, I announced her death. And people were shocked. I said, God always tests you. It don't matter what you say. He waits until something happens. And they wait to see who you are. And when you manifest, then they determine who you are. All the other stuff you were saying don't mean a thing. Until you are tested. And you say, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. He is my God. I'm going to shout. I'm going to praise. I'm going to lift up my head. How many times have I been through these things? Disappointments. Setbacks. Can I serve God? Anyway. And he blessed me. How can you be great or a robot? And you have two sons. And you're on your way to a crusade. And you get a message that your son just committed suicide. How do you even go to the meeting? And the person driving the car said, sir, what should we do? He said, what do you mean? He said, do we turn around? He said, you drive me to that meeting. And he said something I've never forgotten. Even though this happened in the 60s. And I heard about it in the 70s, before some of you were thought of. Oro said, if he doesn't work now, it was never real. He didn't change. He went to that meeting 
still preached and worked miracles. And while that was going on, the only son left, Richard, had flipped on him. Even got divorced in those days when divorce was a taboo. Two sons. Both of them messed up. And he didn't flinch. And God went and took Richard and put his hands on him. And all of a sudden, Richard started working miracles. And started preaching the gospel. What Satan thought was going to be the lethal blow was the seed for Richard to turn around. So David danced with all his might and rejoiced in the Lord his God. They said he so danced that his clothes were coming off. He didn't care. It's in the text. I'll read it when I return because I, want, I need to close. But watch. He said that uh, uh, Saul's daughter, his wife, looked through the window panes. Watch, I'm going to lose some of the women. And saw David dancing. And so when David came in, he said, look at, Nigerians who said, look at the year uh, that uh, the king has made of himself before the young maidens. You know, that woman thing. That's all she saw. He, he had these ladies around and here you're dancing until your clothes are coming off. You don't know that a king don't act like this. And David pulled up a sword that was so bitter. He said, woman, it was before the Lord. I don't care. I, I didn't even notice the young women. When I come to church, I don't care who is next to me. Huh? I came to bless the Lord. Don't shoot me. Because I feel that many times you ladies are losing the breakthrough. The glory will, will fall on you instead of you yielding to the glory. You are so busy worrying about where your dress is. Until by the time you finish, the glory has lifted off of you. Go ahead and fall. Let them cover you. Even if we get a little whiff of your thighs, what would that? We can't touch it. Why are you worrying about it? Get blessed. Amen. Let the yoke come off of you. But you're so busy trying to pull and all of that. And I'm looking at you. By the time you finish, God has moved on. Receive it. Let it get a work done. Don't just keep falling and getting up. Leave yourself in the hands of the glory. Amen. And the ushers are getting better and will keep getting better. Amen. Your fellow women are here with clothes covering you. But just get it. 
What you talking about? Hey, look at what you're doing in front of the maiden. He said, it wasn't in front of the maidens. It was before the Lord. But look at the dagger. He said, who took the kingdom from your father and gave to me? That is who I'm dancing before. Not the young maidens. That's why I told you, if you are that concerned about your legs being seen, then put on a long dress. Look at what G has on. Get one of these Nigerian bobas. So you can fall and lift your legs. We will not see anything. Hallelujah. Since you know that the glory moves here. Get blessed. Watch. He says, and the Lord got offended with that woman and shut her womb. And she became barren. So when you judge my praise, you are making a big mistake. When you look to the side and say, well, why are they making all this noise? You are initiating barrenness in your life. You can't mess with anybody's praise. You should join them shout. You should join them praise. The glory came home that day. There are other dimensions to this message that I'll be sharing with you when I return. But let me mention one. Because what David was doing to people, it was to move the physical ark back into the tabernacle. But David was ushering the glory in. So when you look at what he did, you see the pattern. You find out how God wants to handle the matter then you bring your own praise and your own sacrifice and the glory will come all the way. Watch! Not just to come in, the glory will become resident. The glory will become resident. The glory will become resident. So whatever you need to lay aside today, lay it aside. Beloved, a heart of worship is priceless. Life happens. Disappointments come. Trauma, tragedies. What have you? But no matter what happens, you keep your praise. You keep your worship. You break into the supernatural realm. David worshipped and danced before the Lord after a great disappointment. But when he heard that Obedidam's house was blessed, he had to have the ark back. And he 
learned from the word of God how to move the ark on the shoulders of the priests. And then he was offering sacrifice every few steps. And when he finally made it into the city of David, he broke out in a dance. And I said, hey, if you judge someone else's praise, you're inviting the spirit of barrenness. Those of you that go to God's chosen frozen churches and where a shout is a misnomer, and then you wonder why the people are making noise. What are they shouting about? It's because you lost your fire. Your heart is cold. You're disconnected from God. Ask him to restore you today. You are being diagnosed by the Holy Ghost. Don't fight against it. Don't argue against it. <clears throat> There's no place to be dignified in this kingdom. David was the king, but he danced before the Lord. Many times in church, only the women are praising God while the men just sit smug. And most times judging the preacher and, and his relationship with their wives and, and all of that. Wasting time. Missing God. And then you watch the women continue to appease them. Because God will take whoever that's willing and whoever that's open. And whoever that's yielded. Learn these things and repent. Step down from your pride. I remember, you know, the earlier part of the week. The word of the Lord came for us. If you are tired of being on the outside. Looking in, if you're tired of not encountering and experiencing the glory, then step down from your pride. And God will visit you and bless you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I love these messages. May they transform your heart and life in Jesus' mighty name. Call the prayer line today for prayer of agreement. God will break through for you. 770-994. 3777. 770-994-3777. The number is on your screen. In case you don't have paper to write it down, but it's the same number every day. Tell someone about the voice of resurrection. Program your, uh, I can't say VCR now, DVR now these days. Uh, <clears throat> record it every morning. Watch it. You may not be there every morning to watch it like I am not. I record it and go back to watch. It you, you, you will build your faith. It will strengthen you and it will help you reach your destiny. In Jesus' mighty name. We have one more day this week of glory and power. May God strengthen you and help you. May you encounter the glory. May you learn the ways of the glory and not breach yourself and not bring barrenness into your life. But blessing, increase, favor, miracles. In Jesus' mighty name. God bless you, beloved. I'm believing that God has touched you and that you will get a miracle this morning. In Jesus' mighty name. We love you. God bless you. We will conclude this week tomorrow. Bye-bye.